This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Raw Beauty Talks. I'm your host, Erin Trelore. Ready to peer behind the highlight reel and all those polished pictures of the world's biggest influencers and wellness experts, we're going to uncover what beauty, health, and wellness truly means in today's world. As someone who really struggled with disordered eating and negative body image, I became a health coach because I'm passionate about redefining health and wellness so that it's less about the weight on the scale and more about how we feel. Let's pull back the curtain for some raw beauty talks. Hi, girls. I'm so excited for today's conversation. We have Rachel Katzman joining me. She's the founder of Pevolve. But what I found really interesting about our conversation was talking about a recent diagnosis that she had of a chronic illness and learning how she's built this incredible company while also dealing with Lyme disease. Before we dive into that conversation, I had the most amazing day yesterday. I was on set with a company called Up We Go. It's a brand new app that's designed to really be one of the most positive spaces on the internet. They are founded around these six pillars, mindfulness, meditation, movement, creativity, um, and a couple of others. And they have wellness professionals, artists, kind of leading edge individuals in their own respective fields who are all running courses and programs on the app, which you can access for $3 a month. Anyways, long story short, I recorded my course yesterday for them and I was so nervous leading up to this. I mean, I put all this expectation on myself in regards to how I was going to deliver it. It was my first time using a teleprompter. I was there with Fiona Forbes, who is just somebody who's very well respected in Canada and the lower mainland in regards to her own on-screen capabilities. Everyone was going to be there. It's kind of all felt like it was resting on me. It all went amazing. We had the best time doing it. I had a couple aha moments when I was (laughs) teaching my own content and one of them I wanted to share with you. So I have spoken on Instagram primarily about my fear of being on video and of showing up. And uh, a lot of this stems from my experiences in the past. I did acting class for a long time and would go out to audition for these advertisements and never got the part. I did musical theater and I would always get these, I, you know, I'd always want to be Belle in Beauty and the Beast or Tinkerbell in Peter Pan. And I would end up getting the role of the Beast in Beauty and the Beast or the mom in Peter Pan. And if you're wondering who the mom is, I mean, I was wondering the same thing when I got that part. Anyways, over time, I was told, you know, a number of things that stuck in my head and made me very uncomfortable showing up because I was sure that I would be rejected. I was sure that I wouldn't be enough. I was sure that I didn't have the right look for whatever it was that I was doing. So yesterday, a lot of these fears were bubbling up for me before I got on camera. And as I was going through and, you know, sharing my work and sharing my tools and being on camera, it felt really easy, to be honest. It felt like it came very naturally and that it flowed. And I just had this overall sense of this is where I'm meant to be. 
And all of a sudden I realized that so much of what I was trying for in the past required me to be somebody else, to play a role of somebody else. And in some ways, it's kind of like the universe was nudging me along into the place that I needed to be. It was like, no, Erin, you're not supposed to be doing musical theater, or you're not meant to be an actress who plays the roles of other people. You're going to play the role of yourself. And from that place, you'll feel most aligned and things will really start to flow, which is what I felt yesterday. So it was kind of a bit of a, I don't know, full circle moment where I just felt a little bit of peace about all the rejection I faced in the past and all of the times that I felt like I wasn't enough. I wasn't good enough. I wasn't talented enough. Yeah, I I wasn't right for those roles, but that wasn't where I was supposed to be. So the reason I wanted to share this with you is because we all face rejection in moments. We all have moments of failure. We all have moments when we don't feel enough. And I'd like to invite you to consider whether or not perhaps these aren't so much failures, but nudges in a new direction, little pushes to show you or help you to find the true space that you belong, that place where you'll really shine, that place where you'll have that moment where you're like, this is where I was meant to be. You know, if you're in a space right now where you feel like you're stuck or you're failing or you can't find your footing, please remember to just keep trying, try different things, keep moving forward, keep putting one foot in front of another and always head in the direction of what lights you up most. What makes you feel passionate? What makes you feel alive? Lean in the direction of the skills that come most naturally to you and you will find your way. I promise you will find your way. I hope that was helpful. Let's get Rachel Katzman on the show. Before she joins me, I want to tell you a little bit about her and why I wanted to have her on the show. A month ago, I would say, I tried this new workout called P-Volve and was truly almost immediately hooked. I mean... I did the first session and what I love about it is that it's high intensity and that your muscles are burning, but it's low impact. So you're not like jumping around like a crazy person. All the movements are very functional. You're doing them much slower than the normal workout. And they're just so specific hitting every area of your body. So I loved it in that I grew up in this world of physiotherapy with parents who were always treating injuries. And so this to me felt like coming home to some really beautiful movements that are supportive of our day-to-day activities. They're not going to injure your back. They're really working on core strength. And so I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I was like, who started this? We got, (laughs) we got to get this person and her story on the podcast. I found it even more interesting though, when I learned that Rachel, who's the co-founder of Pevolve, has recently been diagnosed with Lyme disease. And this is something that's come up with a few of my clients who are struggling with Lyme disease. It is a challenging chronic illness to live with because there's still a lot of unknown in regards to how we treat it. There's no one step solution to navigating this disease. And so I uh, was curious to know in talking to Rachel, how is she managing this growing brand that has locations in Chicago, LA, New York, while also managing chronic illness and a global pandemic. So Pivolve, if you aren't 
familiar with it, is a wellness forward startup known for teaching you to unbreak your body. It's garnered attention from major media outlets such as Vogue, The Today Show, Vanity Fair, for flipping traditional fitness on its head. Celebrities including Kate Bosworth, Iskra Lawrence, Venus Williams, no big deal, credit the functional method and its high-intensity, low-impact movements for helping them achieve their fitness goals. Rachel's joining me on the show. So excited to have her here today. Let's dive in. Rachel, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Hi, Erin. Thank you so much for having me. I have to start off by saying I've been doing Pevolve for a couple of weeks now and have been using your on-demand classes online. I had zero expectations as to what I was getting myself into. I truly am obsessed with this workout. It is incredible. Let me tell you some of the things that I like about it. I know I'm supposed to be interviewing. No, I'd, I'd love to hear. I was here I am fangirling. I was going to ask you, tell me, <laughs> tell me what you love about it and what you've been experiencing. So I'm 36 and I feel like I've always enjoyed doing a wide variety of activities, but my knees are starting to bug me. And this makes me feel like I'm 80 years old. So I'll go for a run and it's not bad. I can still do all the things, but there's just like this little ache. And I feel like with Pevolve, all of the movements that you're doing are so intentional. They're so like well thought out and functional that I, even after just doing it for two weeks, feel like my ass and my legs and my stability is so much better because it yeah. gets into all those little corners that you can't get into when you're just using your, your larger muscles. So also having two kids, I feel like I've been standing in the weirdest postures for six years now, holding them, (laughs) breastfeeding them, like having my six-year-old on my back. And so my core is also just using very Pilates based movements almost. It's like you're knitting your core together and in every movement you're focused on that area I don't know. I feel great. And like, it works. You're sore the next day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm so, I like always just get so excited when I hear people experiencing that because it's really what this method delivers. And I always say with Pilov, you know, you can have your cake and eat it too. You can have a great ass and you don't have to hurt your back while getting it. And I think what also is so unique about our method is that it really is a full body workout. Yes, there's certain moments where you're really targeting the core, the arms, or the legs, or the thighs, or the glutes, but you know, there is so much work on your balance and your flexibility and your stability and range of motion that it really it, it is, you know, full body. And I think that working your body as a whole and, and making sure that everything is kind of symmetrical and just hitting all the different angles, really kind of starting with those bigger ranges of motion and then pinpointing down to, you know, maybe it's just that muscle on the top of the thigh and then going back to bigger ranges of motion. Um, I know for me, I, I always feel very energized after the workout and not depleted. And we hear that a lot from our members as well. And you know, I think as someone who now, not not always, now loves to work out, it's so important that you have that energy and that, you know, strength and all of those amazing feelings. But to me, energy is such a big thing that you want to be left with after a workout. 
Oh, isn't energy the key to everything? Yeah. I want to talk all about this workout and dive into the nitty gritty, but I'm so fascinated by one thing you just said, which is I wasn't always somebody who liked to work out. No. <laughs> How the hell did you end up in this place where you are this insane boss running this company that has locations in Chicago and LA and New York, like the three hottest cities when you weren't somebody who always love to work out. Can you give us a little bit of background on who is Rachel and how did you get here? Yeah, totally. You know, I really, I turned my passion into my business. I grew up in a very entrepreneurial family. So I think business talk was always just around the dinner table. And I didn't, you know, from a young age, I wasn't like, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. I, I really never found my why or what really excited me. You know, school didn't really excite me. This didn't excite me. And you know, I moved to New York and I started getting into the fitness scene because I feel like it was around that time when all these studios and kind of boutique fitness studios were popping up all over the place. And I just didn't like any, nothing excited me. I wasn't seeing physical change in my body. I did gain a lot of weight after I moved away from home to go to school and just was felt really lost and kind of disconnected from myself. Went to, I mean, cycling, boxing, Pilates, and it really just felt like a chore. It's like, oh, I have to go work out. Oh, I got to go do this. And it just wasn't enjoyable to me. I really found myself in a lot of pain, a lot of back pain. And I went to the doctor, I found out I had scoliosis. And I just said, you know what, I'm going to push through this pain. I don't really care that I can't move. I don't like physically how I look as well. And I met my other co-founder, Stephen Pastorino, who's a trainer in New York City. And he kind of had this whole different approach to fitness that was really more about functional movement and really learning to understand more about your body, creating more awareness within your body. You know, what, what muscles bringing your leg up and what muscles taking it down instead of just how many times can you throw your leg in the air and pause, 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 pause. I remember the first session I had with him. He's like, slow down. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, I've grown. And very quickly, you know, I just started seeing physical results in my body, but also I didn't have any back pain. And it was a lot of this physical therapy type movement of, you know, opening your back and working on your thoracic spine and opening your hips. I didn't even know I had tight hips. I was like, I have what? What is, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> um, I think there was this big education component that I missed. You know, I didn't grow up as an athlete. I didn't really play sports. So that kind of educational component about my body wasn't there for me. And it just, my whole life changed. You know, I, I felt like myself again. I, liked what I saw in the mirror. I more importantly felt great. I wanted to go out and socialize and just started to, you know, connect to my inner self again. And even meeting a lot of his other clients, all different women, different ages, different fitness goals, achieving those things, you know, that kind of light bulb went off in my head. And I was like, this can't stay in this downtown New York City. There's so many other people and women specifically that really need, you know, a fitness method that's like this because fitness is is really kind of been that traditional fitness landscape. People are still doing the same exercises that my dad was doing back in high school, the burpees and the lunges and the squats. Yes. It was kind of like an evolution of you don't have to break your body down to get 
those amazing results, which really in the long term do more harm than good. I feel like we're just starting to hear more about low impact exercises. And I know PVALS is still high intensity, but it's not like, let's see how many burpees you can do and just do a bunch of lunges without paying attention to your core. I will say I've only done the beginner classes and yeah. I'm like sweating doing them. Uh, but that's the level that I'm at right now. So I don't know what totally. happens when you get to the advanced. Stages. So I would say I've been doing this method for almost like seven years. And for me, it's harder today than when I first started because that mind-body connection, you know, just gets deeper and deeper. And this method, it can be the easiest or the hardest workout. And there's so much detail. So I think as you continue with the method and your practice, you're always learning something new. You know, how much more length can I find? Your range of motion is getting better. Your balance is getting better. And you want to kind of hold those balance moves even longer than when you first started. And I think the high intensity part, we like to say, because it is intense. You're so concentrated. Like I almost think of the workout sometimes like a meditation. Like I feel this like calm peacefulness when I'm done with it because you're, you're focusing so much and you're, you know, burning inside. It's like, I sweat too now for sure. It's like that nice mix of both, you know, like it feels good on your body I feel open, I feel strong, I feel lengthened, but I still feel like, oh my God, I didn't even know that muscle on my butt was even there. Yes. I mean, I come from a house with two parents who were also entrepreneurial. They had their own physio clinics. And so grew up with this conversation around business ownership and management and all of these things at our table. And also heard so much about the human body and functional movement. And we always had people coming over to the house who'd been injured doing everything from playing rugby to lifting their kid up incorrectly and throwing their back out. So my mom was actually watching me do a lot of these exercises and was like, oh, I'm into this. This is great (laughs) that this is something that's more widespread than a lot of the classes that we're seeing where, you know, the teachers are often saying, pay attention to your core, but people don't always necessarily understand what that means. So one other thing that I want to say that I appreciate is that you have teachers with different body types on your app. And I think that's really great and important. I mean, you obviously come in a lean frame yourself. And so I think one thing we talk about a lot on Raw is the health and wellness industry and how so often we have these white women, as you and I both are, who are genetically predispositioned to have smaller bodies who are running these fitness companies and then women are like, okay, maybe if I do her workout, then I'll look like her. And we have to remember that at some level it's genetics. Like I'm not saying that you don't work out and take care of yourself and haven't had to, but at some level genetics also plays a role in this. So I think it's so important for health and wellness companies to have women with different bodies that they've genetically been given so that people can see strength and mobility looks different for everybody. So I just wanted to say thank you for including that within your programming. Thank you. You know, we've definitely come a long way at the beginning. When we launched this company, it was a shitty camera, a tripod, no lights, no audio. I was the model in the video. I mean, it was, I taught myself how to edit the videos. It was, 
Oh, we could wow. just, you know, whoever we could get that was coming in the classes bartering, hey, will you do these couple workouts? Can we put them online? I'll give you 10 classes <laughs> yes. if you do this. And that's kind of how we started. And I think as we've evolved, you know, we have so many trainers that that want to come and, and work for this company and teach this method to people, you know, all over the world. So I'm so thankful, you know, that we have a bigger reach and so many people wanting to come and kind of be on our amazing, incredible training team. Now, you have another journey that I'm really interested in on the side of growing Pevolve and, you know, putting on this boss hat every day and opening these stores and running this team in that you are navigating life with Lyme disease. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I got diagnosed back in January of this year, 2021. I'll say I was very fortunate in that I actually found ticks on me. Three. <gasps> three ticks. Oh my God. Were, were you bushwhacking in the Hamptons? Where were you I, at, girl? <laughs> I was in the Hamptons and my little love muffin, Matsu, got away from me and I went running and that's, I mean, I, I'm from Michigan. Ticks aren't a thing. Lyme disease isn't a thing. It didn't even cross my mind to right. check what does the house get sprayed. It just didn't register with me. And I, you know, got them off me probably a couple of days too late because they look like scabs. I didn't even notice. And when I got my blood drawn like six, eight weeks later, negative, and then probably Last November, I just started feeling very, very, very sick. Couldn't get out of bed. Insane night sweats. Couldn't think, couldn't talk, couldn't work out, couldn't just muscle fatigue and like I've never experienced before. And I just knew within two days, I was like, there's something wrong with me. You know, I wouldn't take no from any doctor. I just next doctor, next doctor, next doctor until I did like a full intensive blood test around tick-borne illnesses and it came back positive. So I was thankful that I remembered I had it. You know, a lot of people go through five, six, 10, 20 years without ever having a diagnosis and then kind of started my journey on finding the right doctors and found an amazing woman in New York City. I went on three months of hardcore antibiotics, felt a little better, came off them, felt worse. Now I take all these supplements and IVs and I think my next journey with Lyme disease is I think for the past year I've healed it on a very surface level. Uh, I took my antibiotic. I don't do this. I stopped, you know, this food and this and I don't, but now I think to really heal, it's kind of going that step deeper. So I'm like learning meditation and I'm doing all these different things because what I find is, you know, Obviously, stress brings it out and all these different factors, but I can't live my life as I'm already type A enough <laughs> and I'm already very routine enough. And I kind of, you know, I, I want to be able to have some freedom and enjoyment in my life. So I think kind of diving deeper into that next chapter is kind of where I'm at. But it's, it's day by day, you know, it's some good days, some bad days. And I'm just thankful that I have an incredible, incredible supportive team that is there for me and, and understands and, and really helps me out. I'm so sorry that you have had to go through this. And I work with a couple of women who have had Lyme disease. And yeah. so I know how 
much of a struggle it can be to feel like your body isn't always able to keep up to what your mind wants to do and or create and to feel like there's so many things that are still unknown. It's really, it's crazy. I've been connected to so many people that have gone through this and everybody's story is so different. You know, even starting PVOV, you know, passion was my answer at that time in my life, even going through this. And what I think is so special about this method is that it has always been my answer, no matter what I'm going through. You know, even with this time in my life, when I really couldn't work out, but I needed, I mean, it was during COVID. I was stuck in my apartment in New York City. My body's saying, don't work out, but my mind, I have to move. You know, I really believe now movement's medicine. Maybe not back in the day. Now I, I really firmly believe that. I needed to just for my sanity and, you know, working with trainers and still doing, you know, gentle moves to get my body to open up and just get some blood flow. It wasn't the way I used to work out. And kind of just accepting that, I think at first it was very frustrating to not perform at the same speed work-wise, you know, with my friends or my family, workout-wise, definitely were a lot of tantrums probably in those first couple months of just being very frustrated. But now I'm just so thankful that that I don't have to look elsewhere, that this truly, this brand and this method has always been my constant go-to, no matter what kind of life throws at me. And I, I've, you know, connected with a lot of our other members as well. A lot of people who have other autoimmune diseases and that stay with PVOL for that reason, that it, it's not depleting. It gives them energy. It's, you know, safe on their joints. It doesn't aggravate or kind of flare anything up. It's pretty amazing to see not only myself, but so many other you know, amazing people in our community that are using this method as kind of a answer to what they're going through in their life. I feel like as challenging as this is for you to go through it, something tells me that you're going to take this challenge and PVOL will evolve as you continue to deepen. I feel like all of a sudden we'll start seeing meditation popping up and you'll try something like cold plunging and then you'll have tutorials on Pevolve about that. Like there's so much opportunity. It's coming soon. Oh, is it? Yes. Yes. So good. Oh, I love, I love hearing that because as you said, our physical body needs to move, but our mind also sometimes needs strategies to help support us, especially now more than ever when there's a lot of unknown and a lot of stress and yeah, as you're experiencing, trying to keep stress down, running a, a wellness company in a global <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> I also appreciate that you said, you mentioned that you had a few tantrums at the beginning. You know, I hear you being so gracious about this and like, I'm so lucky in that I was able to find good doctors and things, but it's also refreshing to hear that there are a couple Sounds like good meltdowns in there as well. Oh, yeah. That's so real. <laughs> what did that look like for you? Probably my worst one. I was presenting on Zoom and I'm definitely shy. As our company's grown, I get shyer and shyer, like in front of everybody, especially through the computer. Like in person, it's different, but there's something with yeah. the Zoom when there's like, yeah. you know, 80 people. I just get very shy, <laughs> sweating. Um, and I was presenting in front of the whole company. And I just thought, totally lost my train of thought. I couldn't even speak. I didn't remember what I was saying. 
and I had to pass it off to someone else. And I just shut my computer, threw my phone, bro. I mean, I was just crying. I was so well embarrassed and frustrated. You know, there was new people who've started. A lot of these people I've never met in person before. And I just, I was like done for the day. Shut my phone off. Well, I broke it. And then when I got my new one, I wouldn't talk to anybody. It was also during the time where I didn't tell my company yet about my, you know, diagnosis. Uh, Yes. And so I felt after that, that I kind of needed to put that out there because it wasn't, you know, maybe not as present in a lot of meetings or I wasn't in a lot of meetings. So I really wanted to just kind of let everybody know that, you know, I'm going through something right now and this is what it is. And even though you might not see me as frequent as you're used to, I'm always still here. You know, I talked to Julie, our president all day, every day. I'm super informed and, you know, I just appreciate everybody for allowing me to kind of heal right now. How did everybody take it? So supportive. We're very, I would say, open and honest company with, you know, with each other. And everybody was just very supportive and uplifting. I think that that was a kind of layer of, okay, they know, and I could just continue down my path. Mm. Yeah, you got to share it to shed it. As yeah, they say. Oh, I love that. Share it to shed it. I think that it's so hard to be vulnerable and to say, I'm not working at max capacity right now, especially as a type A. I might not be as visible as I always was. I might need to ask for help right now as a leader, especially. It's so hard and vulnerable to say that. And yet it also gives your whole team, everyone who walks in the doors at Pevolve, permission to ask for the same themselves totally. or to share their truth a little bit more. I mean, we all have things going on, whether it's mental health, chronic illness, grief, past trauma. I mean, this year more than ever has stirred all of that shit up. It's like everyone's bubbling with their own thing at the surface. So I feel like as hard as it was for you to do that in that moment, it also just open the doors that much more for the Pevolve community to show up fully themselves. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a testament to your capacity as a leader, which is amazing. Uh, it's yeah. I mean, it's been such a journey, even when it is hard some days, you know, I just always go back to reading all of our customer and member testimonials and their journeys and their stories. And, you know, we always send them around to the whole company and share them with everybody. Cause like, that is our why, you know, at the end of the day, that is why we're here. And that is why we all work so hard. And it's, you know, you read these stories and it's, it's incredible. I absolutely love it. So I'm curious to know when I went to your Instagram page, cause I always do like a dippity dive into whoever I'm talking to's background and check out their Insta feed. I was expecting Rachel <laughs> naively to be the most confident, free, I don't know, like on your Instagram page, you come across as having no fear. I'm like, this is a girl who knows herself. She is just like, owning it. And so I love that you said I'm actually really shy and especially on camera, like in video format. And -hmm. right now you're sitting here, no makeup, you've got your wellness hoodie on, sweatshirt on. (laughs) And, and so I'm curious to know about your online persona, which is obviously part of you. 
we all have multiple sides to us. Yeah, yeah. Do you find it easier to show up in picture format? Um, I'm definitely most comfortable at home. I'm homebody in my pajamas, sometimes brush the hair, you know, if someone's here and no makeup, like mask, that's my most natural, comfortable state. I mean, even at the office, I'd be in every single meeting in sweatpants, pajamas, like I hate lights, turn the lights off. (laughs) But I think, you know, I go in and out of Instagram. I think I know I should be more active on it, but it's like a full-time job and I've tried and we've done the calendar and we've had it, but I'm not good at like in the moment, let me take this and what's the caption. It's just, I get two in my head with it. Oh, oh, you are, this is relatable content. Right yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, and then by the time it's been four hours, I don't have a caption. I've asked 10 people what to do. I'm like, I'm, I have 10 emails. I haven't answered. Okay. Done. Never looking at that again. Yeah. Fail. Like, unless I'm, you know, actually doing something like when we had, um, we had an amazing dinner at my house a couple of weeks ago for the launch of our new phase and function program. And like, there was shit going on, like, okay, I'll do the table. We're going to do me and Julie. We're going to do what the food is. But I don't think my day to day is like that interesting where I find things to, you know, it's, it would really mostly be like Matsu. And my face mask and me sitting at the computer all day or like on the couch on my laptop. So I get stuck. I kind of get stuck in waves. So most of the pictures are like if I'm on vacation or if I'm out or if I'm like actually took the time to get dressed and go do something. Yes. Um, so I'm like, it's a job with, within the job. Oh my God. I feel this so much as well and have also just been really trying to practice I mean, Ayla gave me a tip. She was like, Erin, don't worry about trying to set up this moment or like shoot when you're, you know, have your hair and makeup done or you're at a special thing. She's like, we've got to start showing the building blocks uh, that it takes in order to get to that dinner party or that event or in order to get to that opening. And that does, the reality of that is that there's a lot of moments you're sitting at your desk at your computer late at night in sweatpants and a face mask. And so now that's sort of what I do share. It's like the behind the scenes building blocks and it's not perfect and it's not sexy. And, but you and I both know, and most people that I interview on this show who have reached some level of success that there are the majority of moments, 95% of the moments are unsexy, unglamorous. A lot of people wouldn't sign up to do them. Yeah. And so I don't know. I'm like here. I want to, I want to see more people's building blocks. I want to see more of the like sweatpants and face mask and like haven't properly done my hair for a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, and I love following people like that as well who show that. I definitely think for me personally, it's too up here. Too you know, much. I'm yeah. very yeah. like yeah. want to make it. I don't know. Maybe one day. Definitely not. Not right now. It. Not my prime. I focus. get it. I mean, and also you're just so good at building building businesses and running this community. <laughs> it's like that focus is working for you. Stay on that track. If you could pass on a message to women of the world that was going to mm-hmm. land in their inbox tomorrow morning, what would you tell them? one would be you're doing great I think we as women 
don't ever want to like give ourselves a pat on the back. Like I know for me, like if someone's like, look what you built, I'm like, oh no, I know, but like I have to do, do, do. like you don't ever want to just stop in the moment and say, wow, you know, and it doesn't have to be for a company. It can be anything. If you, you know, did something really nice for your friend or for your family or for, you know, something with your children or I don't think we ever kind of acknowledge how selfless we all are all the time. And I think it's important. I know I don't at all. So I, I need to take that advice for sure. But I think it's important to even, it doesn't matter how small it can be, but to kind of acknowledge like, wow, I did that. And that was awesome. And just feel accomplished and proud. I love that so much. I would just like to reflect back to you that you're doing freaking great. And I sincerely mean that. Like you. you are crushing it on all levels. And let me be very clear that crushing it doesn't have to mean that everything's perfect. Doesn't have to mean that there aren't hard days or shitty days. It's like you're navigating it all. That's all you can do. You know, I got to just learn to problem solve and keep going. And I'm very like, fail, but fail fast and move on. I'm definitely not someone who likes to keep talking about you. And what if I did this? And what if I did that? And I should have done that. No, it's done. Move on. What did I learn from it? And like, I, I wasn't always that way. You know, I had to probably fail really hard a few times and you just got to keep growing and moving. If I sent you to a desert Island and gave you a backpack or whatever, it just it could be a large suitcase and you could bring three wellness tools that were going to support you and feeling your absolute best. What would be your three tools? Okay. First, uh, does the desert Island have clean water? Do I need like a, a filtered, filtered Bring water, filtered okay. water, <laughs> uh, filtered water, P-Valve hat, mm, which is really not like a wellness tool, but I think stay out of the sun. Yes. So to me, I'm going to count it as one, definitely some type of big hat. You can also bring P-Valve. I can. You can bring your laptop with P-Valve. I'll give okay. you that. That would be... No Instagram then. Yeah, fine. No problem. That, <laughs> that'd be my, my third. The water, the workout. Mm, I feel like I could find things on the island though to make my mask. I don't need my noise machine because I could sleep by the, <laughs> the ocean. Probably, yeah, workout hat. Because I, I hate the sun. Never, ever, ever in the sun. I'm always under an umbrella with a hat. So those three things. Amazing. You're all set. Sun safe. I really needed your advice at the beginning of the summer because now I have major regrets about the amount of time I've spent in the sun. Oh, okay. Well, I cannot thank you enough for joining us on the show today, for sharing your story. I'm wishing you all the luck on um, your health and wellness journey. And I have no doubt seeing what you've built already that you will continue to Share with the world what works for you in a really meaningful way. Thank you now, so much. Now, for those who are wanting to try Pevolve and to check out, they have the best equipment ever. It's all small. You don't have to get like a big bike or treadmill or anything. It fits in a little box that I have with one and a half pound ankle weights and wrist weights and this cool ball that you can put in between your legs that has these elastic straps and it just helps you get into all those little teeny tiny movements. Where should people go if they want to try Pevolve? Because you don't have to be in studio to do this. No. You can literally access it from your computer. Yep. So we are really omni-channel and we really take a hybrid approach. You can work out with us in person in New York, LA, or Chicago. 
We have franchises coming up soon. Hopefully you'll see a few of those open early next year and more popping up all across the U.S. Or you can work out with us right from your home, hotel room, anywhere you are. And you can go to pvolve.com, P-V-O-L-V-E.com. And you can sign up for a free trial. You don't even need equipment to start if you don't want to get the equipment. I always say, you know, to me, it's really the movements and the equipment that are the magic secret sauce. But if you want to start with nothing, no problem. And then buy your kit later. We have our essentials kit that's our smaller kit and then our larger kit, which is our transform kit that kind of just has everything in there, our three patented pieces of equipment, everything small and portable, like you said, resistance and low weight. So it doesn't, you can travel with it. It doesn't take up room. It's not heavy. And it's, you know, I always say, just start it, give it a couple workouts. It takes like three to four workouts and then it all kind of clicks and it's, it's amazing. I was hooked after the first workout and I also did three of the workouts that are non-equipment because I yeah. was away and I didn't bring all of my stuff. Loved it. Yeah. Still so effective and amazing. So you can sign up, do the seven day trial, get some of those workouts in, see if you love it, see if it feels right for your body. Rachel, cheering you on. Thank you again for joining us today. Thanks, Sarah, so much. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. Please take a moment to rate, review, or follow on your favorite podcast app and share this episode with someone that you think could benefit. Join the Raw Beauty Talks community at Raw Beauty Talks. And remember, it's your story, your body, your mind, and your journey. So think about what resonates with you and leave the rest behind. I'll see you next week. Do you ever feel like you're struggling through motherhood? You're not alone. I'm Erica Jossa, host of the MomWell podcast, therapist and mom of three. Join me each Wednesday as I sit down with guests, including psychologists, pediatricians, psychiatrists, fertility specialists, lactation consultants, and more to unravel the myths of motherhood. With expert advice, practical tips, self-love, and some coping skills to help you along the way, you can become the mother you want to be. Listen to the MomWell podcast at momwell.com slash listen or on your favorite podcast platform.